Hi, I'm Cheryl and Fenn. Hello, this is Christabel. Hello, this is Michael Horse. I'm Amy Shields. I'm Mark Frost. Hi, I'm Kimmy Robertson. Hey, Ben, this is David Duchovny. Twin Peaks is over 30 years old. There's so much more to learn about Twin Peaks. I, we recommend you pick up our book, Twin Peaks Unwrap the Book, to find out even more about the show that you love. We have tons of great stuff. We have over 100 interviews. We have commentary from the community. We have us. We have some great photos that have never been seen by most folks. I think if you're a diehard Twin Peaks fan, you're going to absolutely love this book, and you will definitely learn something new. So pick it up at bluerosemag.com. Thank you for your interest and for your enthusiasm and, and keeping Twin Peaks alive. to this week's edition of Twin Peaks Unwrapped. I'm your host, Brian Kazaska, and beside me as always... Ben Durant. And what you just heard was Silencio. Silencio Sycamore Trees. Silencio Sycamore Trees. And uh, yeah, we're going to have Silencio on uh, on this show. And uh, we wanted to do that because they were going to the Great Southern. And yeah. we just found out... That unfortunately, uh, due to uh, unforeseen circumstances, not of the Great Southern or of Silencio, they're unable to now appear at the Great Southern. Yeah, this is very disappointing. Kirk did say to me that they will have merchandise at the Great Southern, so uh, they will bring uh, having that available. Even though they won't be there, you could probably buy a CD that's or something. That's awesome. Yeah. So that's that's cool. So save your money for that then. And we're going to start our interview off with Kirk Salopek talking about how Silencio started. When we decided to, to do this whole thing, you know, it started uh, inadvertently from from some demo stuff that, that I was working on just almost for fun. I did, a, I did an album, produced an album for a spoken word poet in New York, and I did some accompanying music to it. This is back in maybe 2009, 2010, and um, it sounded so lynchy and so much like some of the soundtrack stuff that it's sort of what spawned the idea to do that. And then we put those songs together as a, as a demo project um, with uh, one of the band members of a prior band I played with. And we, we sort of did it for a little studio project for fun. And that's sort of how Silencio sort of happened because of those 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 songs. That's awesome. Yeah, Brian was playing, you were playing something right before we started this. And uh, I, I almost thought it was from Firewalk With Me. It's like, that sounds... Just like the the music, I mean, if yeah, if, if you didn't tell me it was Silencio, I would have thought it was Firewalk with Me music. Very cool, yeah. I, you know, to be honest, I mean, you know, we play. If if you, I don't know if you've seen Silencio live, but we play the soundtrack music. It always have, and that was really the intention was to was to champion champion the works of Battlemente and mm -hmm. and Lynch's work together, and um, you know, our original tunes sort of are sort of you know were, were written as a sidebar to that, but. But um, you know, we grabbed as, as much influence as we could, with still maintaining some identity of the of what we wanted to do on our own with it too. We've never got to see you guys live, but I was watching like some stuff on YouTube, and you guys did uh, Sycamore Trees, which that's our theme song, and we love love that song. And very cool, work, yeah. But you, yeah, you went over. Whose idea was it? I mean, uh, was it yours uh, or like? Because it's an ensemble, I'm assuming. Well, here here's what here's kind of what had happened. Okay, so. I, I played in a in a band prior to Silencio. I played in a lot of bands. I've been playing music for 25 years. But I played in a band prior to Silencio called Mandrake Project. And it was sort of a an instrumental. We played very cinematic, almost like film score music. Uh, mm -hmm. It was a big band, like a lot of members, to, you know, a lot of instrumentation. And the drummer from Mandrake Project and myself were huge David Lynch fans. And that idea of playing some of the stuff from like Twin Peaks and Wild at Heart was like, th this was an idea that we had going on for years, probably since like 2005, 2006. We were like, you know, we should play 
we should play some of this stuff and maybe even throw it into the mix and, and see if somebody catches it. Like, oh, wow, that's something from Twin Peaks. Mm. And this is years before they ever, you know, announced that they were going to bring back Twin Peaks or any of that stuff. Nothing like that was happening at all. And then I did that record for the spoken word poet and had those songs. We did the demos and we were doing another studio project and our singer, Dessa, was brought in to do some female vocals for this project. He and I looked at each other because we were both working. He was engineering the project and we looked at each other and said, wow, she is perfect. Mm. Maybe we should like do this David Lynch thing. And this is in 2010 when that happened. Um, and so we did. We we like got together and it was funny because the band almost like fell together at that time. Um, the members were like, it's not like we went out and searched. Like everybody was sort of there at the right time. Hmm. Um, our sax player, Lee, uh, was, an, is a, was a studio engineer and I was doing some work in a studio with somebody totally unrelated and, and he was helping us unload stuff in the street. And I'm like, yeah, I think I'm going to do this david lynch theme project you know we're doing this and we're looking for a sax player and he's like oh i can play sax and we're like oh okay um <laughs> and i didn't even know him before that and it was literally the band like fell together almost effortlessly and that was it and so it really started from from the idea that dave and i had and we put it off and put it off for years and then i did that project and thought well these songs sound kind of lynchy and then we met dessa and the rest of the band and we said let's learn you know an hour and a half of material and from these from these movies and put it together and we did we threw it together quickly and debuted cuz we're from pittsburgh we debuted the first show at a really cool little club in pittsburgh called brillo box and the show was sold out for the very first show wow nice and then i think after that we played it was funny. Like the first three shows were sold out all in different. I think the second show was at Le Poussin Rouge in New York City, which is an amazing venue. We played there on a Sunday night, and it was it was sold out. Wow. And then we played the World Cafe in Philly, and it was sold out. And so we were like, wow, okay, so this is three shows in, and no, no prior anything. The band had no reputation, really nothing else, no steam behind it at all. And that's what was happening from the get-go. So we were like, okay, this is... You know, these people, uh, you know, we're kicking up dust on something here that, that people must really, really be excited about. That's cool. That's awesome. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, this is, and like I'm saying, this is years before the announcement of Twin Peaks coming back. going to be in new york uh over the summer uh you guys have two gigs going on in august right we do august 6th i think we're at bsp up in hudson valley which is a really cool little club in a, in a really neat uh, town up uh up near woodstock sort of close in that area yeah um and then we're back at la poussin rouge on the 7th i believe uh, yep. august 7th that's awesome yeah and that's more of our neck of the woods we're from new england yeah uh, connecticut massachusetts and stuff so that that's awesome to be in new york we're trying to get up to new england i, I definitely you know we were talking about doing a show in boston a few months back and it, it didn't it didn't quite pan out but we definitely are we're gonna be headed up that way i think once uh, once twin peaks you know, as we get really close and it comes back i think the buzz of like people saying hey I want to have this special event. I want to have this Twin Peaks party. I want yeah. to do this. I want to do this. I think that we're going to be, you know, doing some things in some places we haven't been. That's my hope. When you guys went on the those first two gigs, uh, were you um, like advertising like we're doing soundtrack to Twin Peaks or this is our vibe? Did people know about that? Well, yeah, that's how we advertised the show. Okay. It was a night of David Lynch. That's oh, what the show was called. All right, okay. It was, it was it was called like an evening with the sounds of David Lynch or an evening awesome. with the soundtrack works of David Lynch. That's, that's it. That's that that wow. was it. There was no there was no other promo. It was just the strangest thing because I've been playing music since the late '80s. I mean, I started playing. I was a punk in punk music when I was young, and and uh, and a bunch of other stuff throughout the journey of playing music forever. And it was one of those things where you know if if I were to have taken an original project on the road, despite whether it was really mm. good or mediocre, let's just say it was this crushing band that you have and you're dotting around in a van from city to city, you're not selling out Le Poussin Rouge on a Sunday night. Mm. Nobody, you know, it's just not happening. So we realized immediately that like, yes, the buzz, uh, you know, behind that, uh, the, 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 the music from the Lynch films was something that those fans will find it. Mm. That's awesome. And, yeah. and there was nothing happening like that, period, at that time. And I think people were just like, oh my God, I got to see this. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you went so. from you went from uh, first kind of playing uh, Twin Peaks music to then kind of creating your own music 
in your own albums. How did that come about? I mean, like, how? Did well, you- <laughs> it, it came about because we were on the road. For I mean, even though we were in Pittsburgh, we didn't play a whole lot. We still don't play a whole lot here in Pittsburgh. We we play two or three times a year. Okay. Mm. But we realized on the road that you know we had to eat and pay for lodging and, and other necessary bills when you're on the road. And so mm-hmm. we thought, this is tough to make money other than just making money from the shows. So we need merchandise. But there's no merchandise to have because everything we're playing hmm. is – we were almost like a glorified tribute band. So you know we're like, boy, we should just – that's whenever those demo songs I told you about that initiated the whole idea in the first place to start – yeah. Whenever we were doing, that's when I was like, you know what? Why don't we record some music that's almost like, you know, if it, it sounds just like the soundtrack music, and then it's our it's our own music, yeah. and those people that and that music from those soundtracks, as you guys well know, yeah. has such a specific mood and sound. But the cool thing was there was only a limited amount of it because he hadn't made films since Inland Empire, right? Um, and there wasn't a whole lot of music in that. I mean, so then like the Twin Peaks stuff really was the and the Lost Highway soundtrack. I think were probably two of his most well-known, you know, soundtrack works. Um, Definitely, yeah. Since there were such limited amounts of that kind of stuff, we figured people would be super hungry for more of it. And so I was like, let's write original music that's totally directly influenced by the Lynch soundtracks. And that's what we did. So we put together the first album. We went back into those recordings that I had started probably a year or two earlier, dug those back out, played on them with the members of the band because everything at that point had just been Dave and I doing them like by ourselves Hmm. and uh, we did those first couple tunes and then we got the band in and slowly worked on the rest of the sessions and put out that first record that's just called music inspired by the works of David Lynch and Angela Badalamenti that's so good um I was listening to it and in my mind, you know, you just listen to it, it almost just wraps you up in a, you feel like you're in a jazz club, you know, you feel <laughs> like you're in the, I'm very excited to see you guys live because just in my mind, just listening to it, you feel like you're at like a David Lynch uh, world, uh, yeah. red curtains and smoke, people smoking and, you know, um, yeah. it it really captures the, um, the taste of that whole genre. It's really cool. And a soundtrack really hasn't done that for me in a long time. You listen to a soundtrack nowadays, got a few big hits on there, a couple um, more uh, instrumental pieces, but it was really cool. And then I listened to your newest album, and it was like I got the same feeling. We wrote the records to specifically play as if they were a soundtrack or would fit a soundtrack for a film, not even necessarily a Lynch film, but, you know, probably so, that would that isn't even there, a film that doesn't exist. Yeah. We wrote them in a very flowing fashion where the records can be put on and left on. And some parts of those records can be almost relatively ignored. You could be like cleaning or cooking, and it's on in the background. And then certain songs that are meant more as, I guess, if you want to call them singles, uh, sort of grab your attention a little bit more and need to be paid attention to more. But some of that stuff should just float around in the background. And that's kind of what the anticipation was when we did them. Yeah. Um, Your latest album is called uh, She's Bad. How did you come up with that title? That was just an idea that I was working on. And I remember talking to Dessa when we were working on it. I, I, I knew immediately that that's what it was called. I think I had like a, a lyric or something that had come into my head. And that was it. It was really kind of like I wrote this little riff and I quickly recorded it on my phone, I, as I do oftentimes if I'm working on material. If I get something real quick, I'm like, oh, before I, I lose this, I hurry up and record something wherever I'm at or on whatever guitar I have around me. And I come up with this riff and I was like, She's Bad was just something that went along with it in my head. And I was mm-hmm. like, well, I think we're going to call this song She's Bad. And then as it developed, it was it was one of the first songs written for the second album. And, and it seemed like, you know, well, let's just call the album that.
I'm gonna, I might mispronounce the name of the song. Is it yes. Dirge? Just Dirge. Uh, Dirge. Who's speaking in the background? It's Dessa. Dessa. And what is she saying? I can't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm listening to it, and I can make out a lo- majority of it. Uh-huh. But um, I'm sure this was done on purpose. But that guitar riff and everything is so loud. Um, and it's almost like she's in. She's supposedly in, supposed to be in the background. I'm, you mm-hmm. know. But it's such a cool song. And the weird thing is, this podcast is an experiment where I'm watching the show for the first time, going through every episode, and I recognize that guitar riff um, from the twin from a Twin Peaks episode. And then when I heard it on the soundtrack, but it was just even better. It was just like, oh, my God. And I recognize it right away. But it was mm-hmm. so cool. And that's like a song that wakes you up. You hear it and, like, you want to blare it. But then you hear her. <laughs> it's a really cool song. And then when you hear her, you're like, what is she saying? Right. It's, like yeah. it's like a mystery. It's like Well, it's kind of – it's the same concept as this. I want you to think about it like this. First off, wherever you listen to that song on many different types of radios, whether it's a car stereo or a really good hi-fi in somebody's house or out of your phone, you'll be able to pick out those vocals a little better in different places. That yeah. was designed to be heard like that. But okay. the second the second thing with that is the riff isn't actually a riff from from any of the soundtracks, but it's it's written to sound to emulate – a riff that is there okay, okay. but yeah. but the thing it, it does the thing that, that i am going for with that which is kind of funny because is, is that like in the in the, one of the last episodes of twin peaks or if it's the last episode she whispers in his ear and she's whispering things in his ear and you don't know what she's saying in his ear but you can oh. sort of tell that somebody's whispering you can yeah. tell that somebody is whispering but you don't really know what they're saying it's sort of um obscured by white noise or whatever's going on around it. Well, that's the case. I don't. I don't really want you to clearly hear those vocals, gotcha. but I want you. But I want you to be able to understand what she's saying most of the time. Yeah, I do. Um, near okay. the, especially at the end, in the beginning, but you don't understand the whole time. Um, Correct. But I like that. That's really cool. Well, it's it, very haunting. I mean, there's yeah. a haunting feel. To oh it. yeah, yeah, definitely. And um, it is one of my favorite songs on there. Like when I, I love that guitar riff. I love the beginning, and it, it's um. Generally, I listen to a lot of music at work, so it's computer speakers, or um, I, my car is a cassette player, so um, uh, I can't listen to music that I've way. Learned, I've learned that, Brian, <laughs> this is something recently I learned about you, that you like uh, albums. You actually do have vinyls and stuff. Yes, so I, yeah. You do own that, so you you have good taste in music, too. <laughs> and if you, I don't know, are these albums on record? Are, yeah. Do you have them on We vinyl? get that request all the time. Like, can you please get this on vinyl? And the, que- and, and the answer is yes. Um, well, yes and no. Yes, they can exist on vinyl, but not in the exact form that they do on CD because they're too long. Yeah, they are um, very long. Yeah, they're long. But number two is yes, but it's it's right now it's a matter of it's a matter of funding that like we 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 probably can't we we, we operate on in such a situation that I don't think we could afford it right now to do vinyl. Yeah, um, yeah. I'd like to be, and I'm hoping. And here's the thing: if we do. Uh, we do want to make the opportunity of Silencio on vinyl. That is going to happen for sure. In what capacity, I don't exactly know yet. Yeah, yeah. So I, I would definitely buy one because it. Um, I really enjoy your work, and yeah, I, I do love vinyl. Uh, me and my girlfriend listen to a lot of vinyl, so yeah. I do too. I've always listened to vinyl, and it's something that it has to happen. We do. We get requests. We get correspondences all the time asking for vinyl, and so we, we're going to cool. do that. It's just we're we're getting there. <laughs> cool, cool. Good That's- to hear. I actually had a question about the recording of the um these uh, the the songs. Did yes. you guys do st- like any live studio recording where you had everybody okay. together or no? Here's an interesting thing. So when we did the first record with the red curtains on it, um, that whole record was done without without ever more than two members being in the room at the same time. It was completely done at different times with wow. people playing in headphones. Everything. Wow. That um, sounds great. Like, I would never yeah. guess. So there was never a band ever playing any of those songs, ever. <laughs> Um, Makes me think of Mulholland Drive or something like that. There is no band. Or yeah. <laughs> and, it was, and you know what? It was just it was a matter of convenience and the way that first record came together because there was no band. There really was no band when we formed the first record. It was Dave and I. Wow. wow. Yeah. Um, okay. Now when by by the time we started to record, she's bad. The band had been together for almost three years. So now we had a band and it had been the same people the whole time. So yes, we did go uh, into the studio as a live unit and played about like 
two about half or half to two thirds of those songs I can't really recall yeah. are played are played live in the studio. Now the other portion of those songs were done the way we did the first record. They were started from either um, we created like a drum loop, uh, like Dirge for example. Dirge that guitar riff. What's here's a little fact about that. That guitar riff actually came from a demo session that had nothing to do with the album in it, and we made the song based on the tempo of that oh, wow. and used and used it from a, from a demo session that we didn't even intend on using that's awesome yeah that is really um, cool so it was like a happy accident but but and then but the songs that weren't played live no they were recorded um in different cities by different uh you know some satellite people that we work with and then i mixed half of the album in new orleans and then the other half was done here in pittsburgh nice something yeah really cool. so you guys have any new inspiration the fact that twin peaks is coming back and do you guys have like are you starting to work on another album or? we have stuff in the works right now um we have some songs that didn't make She's Bad. I think we recorded like 21 songs when we did that. And of course, mm. that was just getting to be a little bit. I mean, even 18, it, it's a shame. We don't really live in a in a culture anymore, at least in, in America, where people listen to albums. You know, especially young people aren't listening to albums. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it really wasn't. And, and, and Silencio is not really a band that's that's clawing for airplay. Although there's a few songs on the record that we do, they're, they're played on some triple-A stations uh, across the country, a few, two or three. We had three singles off of She's Bad, and they, they do That's get awesome. some play. Nice. But, yeah. but, but it's in terms of, uh, you know, I wanted to make an album for those who really, really want to put on an album and listen to it, and those people find it, and they like Just like you guys, I mean, if you enjoy yeah. listening to it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we, it's long, but it, it could have been longer, and I thought that was getting to be. So let's save some tracks. So we have some outtakes from the She's Bad sessions that we're going to let trickle out here sooner than later. But um, the plan is, yes, we're recording some new songs that I'm going to try to coincide with the release of Twin Peaks. Awesome. Wow, nice. So, this so is very we'll, exciting. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really cool. I've been working on those for the last couple of months and, I'm, and um, amongst some other things, but I think we got some really neat stuff coming up. So Nice, nice. We just played a Twin Peaks party in Pittsburgh at a really great theater called the Hollywood Theater. Um, they put on an amazing Twin Peaks party every year in April. Cool. Um, we wow. just played that, and we and and we had to use Dave's replacement for that for a little while, temporary replacement. But um, you know, I want to do as many uh, types of events like this, special events and and things like that as we can. And I, you know, that's kind of what we gear to. We're not really a band that, that plays like little clubs across the you know mm. we're not really trying to do that anymore yeah yeah and since this is a twin peaks podcast uh how did you get into twin peak you are you must be a fan i'm guessing well oh yeah i was i've always been and and i was probably in like eighth or ninth grade when twin peaks was actually on and and at that time i didn't watch it i've never been a tv watcher i don't really mm. watch television i still don't watch television so twin peaks was like later for me um the first lynch movie i watched was blue velvet when mm. i was probably in high school and i was you know my mind was sort of blown away by that totally. and um and then i think you know i sort of followed suit after that and just started watching everything twin peaks was one of the last things of his i really tuned into and that was probably when i was maybe in college i think i watched it but it was years after it had come something. out you know but yeah. i think mulholland drive is mulholland drive and, and blue velvet are probably my two favorite without question awesome and i love the name of course silencio is from mulholland drive silencio Oh, we yeah, were yeah. originally going to be called the Slow Club, but I found out there was like another indie rock band called the Slow Club, and really? so we didn't. We, yeah, we didn't do that. And then you know, Silencio—that word is ubiquitous. I mean, it mm. is all over the place, and especially you'll find like a lot of like Latin American bands and Silencio and Silencio. Mm. It's weird. We we sort of shot ourselves in the foot a little bit in terms of being totally unique in terms of our name, <laughs> oh, yeah. but you know, it's not Silencio is not pretty pretty much really the first thing that comes up. I don't think on a Google search, but it could be. I don't know. And we didn't even get into this, but you guys consider yourself a jazz band, right? Is that uh, I I guess, but yeah. now no. I, I would say maybe no. I would say not. I would just say that we we are performing cinematic music. Hmm, that would awesome. be the best way to put it. Cinematic music. And that was what, what your background was before band as well, right? I mean, did you did yeah. I mean, I came from a really you know uh, esoteric background. I mean, musically, I grew up as a kid 
you know, immersed in punk punk rock music. I listened mm. to punk rock growing up and and uh you know, I sort of went from that into like I got really into some of the progressive stuff like King Crimson and, and bands like that when I was, you know, getting more and more into music and learning how to actually play better. And uh, you know, just worked my way back and I'm still I listen to stuff now that I listened to when I was seventeen years old. I'm still listening to punk music mm. and rockabilly and old you know, my parents are at an age where they were really into like Bo Diddley and, and Carl Perkins. So I've always listened to old fifties music. Um it's sort of like I'm very comfortable with uh, with writing this stuff because I've been listening to stuff you know like this for yeah. a long time. So it's gotta come back. I feel like I feel like yeah. that that mood is there again. Or maybe I'm just into it more now. And I don't know. It just seems like it's com- it's coming back. Yeah. I honestly feel that that we did something unique, and it's and we did something unique by playing someone else's material. Maybe mm. that's a strange way to put things, but yeah. but you know I had never really. Before I started doing this with Silencio, I had never really seen a band that performed the soundtrack works of a genre or a director specifically. Yeah. yeah. Um, which led me to believe that maybe Silencio should be that band that does that. Like maybe we should take two years and perform the, the soundtracks of Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, that'd be wild. <laughs> that I'd would like be cool. That. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I mean, and it could happen. I mean, because right. it's, those are all, those are all really unique, uh, amazing soundtracks, you yeah. know, uh, maybe do the soundtracks of Wes Anderson for, for two years. I mean, it's, right. there's this, there, it, I'd like to maybe be that, that band that does that, but the, but the Lynch stuff is close to our hearts and, and there's a lot going on with him. So we're going to definitely stick with what we're doing here. But like, I think about season three, I, I'm really interested to see if we're going to hear new music or the same flavor of music that we've heard throughout the la- the first two seasons. Any thoughts I, on that? Well, yeah, I know that you know I've read that Battlemente is still involved. I'm right. sure that uh, they're going to be using some of the original material, but I'm I'm certain that he'll be scoring new music. Yeah. In terms of, I also have this feeling that if you guys looked at obviously looked at the cast list, there's all kinds yeah. of musicians in the cast list. Yeah, yeah. I would prob I would be hard pressed to say that some of those people won't be having songs on the soundtrack. I mean, um, hmm. it's something that I've definitely been trying to you know trying to break through, and and I would love to have Silencio you know, have some contribution to the soundtrack stuff. And that's something we're actively pursuing. That'd be awesome. But I've had, but I've had little, little luck at this point. So I'm, I'm I'm definitely hoping that, uh, you know, we can break through on that uh, in some way or or another, you know? Yeah, Yeah, definitely. That that would be awesome. That would be really cool. And and to find your music. I mean, I think Brian and I saw it on Apple, Apple music, but people can get it on Amazon. Where do you recommend people? buy? Yeah, you can get the music. It's available at Amazon. It's on Apple music on, let me think it is on spotify but yeah the the usual the usual suspects it's it's out there um there's another silencio as well that is like from i don't even think they're from the united states and it and i want to clarify it to people that is that is has nothing to do with us the only two silencios (laughs) that 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 are us have to do with david lynch and and the david lynch's name is in the title of the album so you know that that's the one that you want if you're looking for that um but yeah yeah that's it so no. Excellent. Any web pages or uh, social networking? Yeah, that if you go to, uh, we couldn't just get silencio.com or silencio.net either. So if you go to delsilencio.net, D-E-L uh, silencio, del one word, delsilencio.net will take you to the website, and from there, there's links to our Facebook, our Twitter, and and all those things there. I should mention to you guys if you haven't, when I don't know if you saw the accompanying video series. That goes along with She's Bad. Did you guys happen to catch the Black Umbrella series online? No. No, no. Okay, listen. So maybe I should plug this because I think it's cool. It hasn't been up for too, too long. There's a thing called the Black Umbrella video series. Okay. It's, and it's all available on YouTube. But what we did was we created, we took six short snippets from different songs on the She's Bad album. Hmm. And we compiled them in, in, in little, like maybe like a minute to a minute and a half section and had some local filmmakers in Pittsburgh create this sort of mini mystery where if you watch all six videos in a row they tell a story oh nice and it's very lynchy so the 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 appearance is lynchy the storyline is lynchy i think that um people that are fans of the band and david lynch of course would would really like the video series so definitely check out the black umbrella video series it might not be able that easy to find but but uh if you but if you type that in you definitely will and i think there's a link to an episode on our website on the yeah, homepage. Yeah, I did see that. I think I saw that. That's awesome. So just yeah, if you watch all six in a row, one through six, play them in a row on our YouTube channel, you will see what see what you come up with for your for your synopsis on what's going on. Nice. I'll, I'll definitely check that. Out. Yeah, that's definitely. Cool. Okay. We'll promote that on Twitter. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. Yeah, please, awesome. please. That sounds great. 
Cool. Well, thank you again. Okay, guys. Uh, great talking to you. Yeah, you too. So we've got Jenny from uh, Jenny Prince on the phone. Hi, Jenny. Hi. <laughs> Tell uh, our listeners, what is Jenny Prince? Oh, it's um, like a fan replica, uh, like fan made patches and pins uh, inspired by my favorite TV shows and movies. And of course, Twin Peaks is like, it's my baby, sort of. Awesome. Like and how did, how did this get started? Um, I just like I started uh, doing like illustrations and uh, posters and postcards like, I don't know, five years ago or so. Uh, and then there was this Twin Peaks uh, festival in Stockholm and I made uh, a book house for batch for for the festival and it just sold really great. And I started making uh, the uh, the sheriff uh, replica as well, uh, and then just continue on making different uh, fan made patches. Neat. We got a package. I have not shared it yet with Brian. I'm very excited. But we've got some some Twin Peaks tw- Twin Peaks uh, items that you've made. One of them, at least one of them, Brian is from uh, the movie. Yeah. We're a few episodes away from the la- last episode, yep. and he hasn't yeah. seen the movie yet. So I mean, well, this item, we can talk about this item because I don't think it's yeah. a big spoilers. Okay. And stuff. No. So I've got the package. I'm gonna open it up, and we can start talking about it. All right. <laughs> I know one day I'll get to see the final episode. <laughs> We're yeah. getting there. We're, we're getting there. We're getting there. We're really, really, we'll be there by June. Oh, exciting. Yeah. yeah. It is. So the first thing I got is I can say thank you, talk to you soon, Jenny, and th- that's on there. And we have uh, um, a rose. Now, did you design this rose? So it's a it's a, it's a oh, okay. card yep, yep. by Jenny. Yeah. And this was this made by you as well, the, the rose on the, on the back? Yeah, absolutely. Cool. And so you're saying your background is an illustration? Uh, yeah, I'm like a self-taught illustrator, awesome. sort of. Yeah. So Brian, you can talk at any point too. About well, I was gonna, I was gonna ask Jenny, how does the show itself translate? Like, um, um, oh, I guess yeah, because you're sitting like there, there's the, Ameri- there's yeah, American the culture, culture yeah. in the, in like you know the owls and uh, the yeah. wood and stuff. I mean, there's a lot of that stuff. Um, does the show good do a good job that like you can pick upon yeah. the stuff up in any country? It seems like this show worldwide. Uh, from the people we've spoken to through Twitter and on the show and everything, people get get it very well, yeah, no matter definitely. what country you're in. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, we ha- have owls here as well, so no, I'm kidding. Um, but yeah, we have like a lot of folk folklore and stuff in Sweden. Hmm. Does anything um, match up to that folklore? Um, oh, I guess you would try to say uh, yeah. supernatural. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and not that I can remember at the top of my head, but we no. have like a lot of. Well, we have a lot, like a lot of, I don't know, tree thingies that like lure people into the woods ah, uh, and like those that. sorts of things. So that's, that's cool. like pretty similar. I mean, um, yeah. Yeah. And how, before we get into your items, so what, can you give us some background how you got into Twin Peaks? Like, did you see it when it originally aired? Did you, like, how did you find out about Twin Peaks? Yeah, um, well, my sister, uh, she's like a, she, she was or she is a huge uh, Twin Peaks fan. So, like, I'm, uh, I'm 28. Yeah, 28. Uh, so, I like, I saw it when I was really little, really little. Like, I saw it, like, I remember seeing the red drapes when I was, uh, like, a kid. Uh, but it was like my memory to peace. And then I saw it on TV probably when I was like, like 13, 14. And then I just like started watching the series. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so I watched it, watched it like a couple, I don't know, 13, 14 times now. Oh my God. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Awesome. All right, let's get into these items. So I, yeah. I, I, we all start with the patches. I mean, the first yeah. patch I have is it looks like uh, the book house. I love that patch. Yes. Yeah. We've got the tree. It's it's a circular patch, and we've got the tree and the sword, and the sword. In, in the middle of the tree. And when I saw that on the Twin Peaks show, 
Yeah. I in my mind, I was like, I want a patch like that. Yeah. <laughs> you got it. I know. I no. thank you. That's so awesome. And if I remember right, Truman gave Cooper this patch and said, "You're yes. you know, you're a bookhouse boy, boy now." now. Yeah. So, and he did the the thing with the uh, the cheek. Yeah. The right. Down the, 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 yeah, the, the teary the, thing. Yeah. yeah. The yes. Index finger going down his his side of his face. There. Yes. And exactly. Awesome. So this this patch is like the best patch. I was so I'm like I want a patch like so, that. Jenny Jenny is basically saying you you are now. <laughs> One of us. One of us. Yes. Yeah, you're yes. certified. <laughs> I'm certified. Yeah, especially because, no. you know, Brian's the newbie. So in a way, you're basically saying, you yeah. know, you're pretty, it, you're pretty it's much official. It's official. <laughs> Maybe we should hold, it, hold on to that for another month or so. I know. Until I see the final episode. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So the next one we've got is a, a Sheriff Department Twin Peaks uh, patch. And yeah. uh, we've got um, the two mountains and trees. And it's, you know, brown and a little baby. Yeah, it's got the uh, – it's the – um. This would be on the side of the police car or the. Oh, no, it would be on Hawk's, 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 Hawk's uniform. Jacket. Maybe. Yeah. Right. yeah. It's a patch. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, how do you come up with this? Like, how did you watch the show and say, hey, this could, this would make a really good patch? I mean. Yeah, well, uh, since there was this like Twin Peaks festival, uh, everybody was like hassling me that I should do the, the Twin Peaks uh, Peak Sheriff uh, patch as well. Um, so it's like, it's basically a replica uh, from the show. Um, yeah. But it's, I think it's a bit smaller, but, you know, it's more wearable, perhaps. You might have to tell me more about this patch. This is the the, the uh, rectangle uh, red. It looks like we've got mountains. The Twin Peaks. Yeah. The Twin Peaks. And then you've got, like, a line on top. Well, exactly. can we guess? Can we guess? Yeah, can, of course. Can, all right. I'm going to put it. I'll throw an educational guess out there, and then you put an educational guess out there. But if you're right, then I'll just say, yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> just don't, don't tell me if I'm right or not. No. It's a problem though. Like I've seen the movie and I've seen more episodes than you. Oh so, God! So is this is from the movie? Yeah, yeah that's to- why I'm, I'm, I'm totally gonna get movie. this wrong then. Yeah, all right. But I'll guess. It re- you know what it reminds me of? I know I'm gonna be wrong because I haven't seen the movie. But this reminds me of the drawing. Uh, they find find the cave. You know the uh-huh. big drawing. Oh, the, 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 that's what yeah. it kind of reminds me of. Beyond that, it it looks like it could be like a heartbeat thing, mm. and then your your heart beats. In the shape of Twin Peaks, yes. of, the, the, of the peaks? I don't know. Now, you haven't gotten this. It makes me think of electricity a little bit or something. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. But uh, tell me, Je- tell us, Jetty, tell us more about how this came about. Uh, yeah, that's like the the uh, pattern in the um, ladies' room in the uh, Twin Peaks High School's so, bathroom. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So when Audrey, Audrey and Donna. Donna. Yeah, 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 yeah. I see it now. Wow. So like a, right, that's when more, they, they, yeah. Yeah. They hook up together. They're going to solve the mystery together and work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that was a great scene. That was an awesome scene. And I think that was when I started watching Twin Peaks, that was a really cool scene with them in the bathroom in high school. And then you never saw them in high school ever again. (laughs) I I mean, you did. You saw Donna back in high school, but you never saw Audrey back in high school. Yeah, wow. The next patch is uh, uh, One-Eyed Jacks. Yes, this yeah. is a cool patch, too. Yes, it's, it's a square patch with uh, with the jack. How, how does it come about? Like, how do you do this? Uh, well, I make it like an Illustrator uh, drawing, sort of, in Adobe Illustrator. Okay. Uh, and then I just send them to my guy, Tony. Uh, Your guy, Tony. In, nice. My guy, Tony. He's in, he's in Staten Island. Yeah, he's oh. in Staten Island. Uh, and then he makes them for me. Wow! So shout out to yeah. Tony, your hey, guy Tony. Thanks, yeah. Tony. So yeah. Brian, this is a, this is one of the items that you wouldn't know about yet. No, it's I know. A blue rose. This would yeah. kind of correspond with the rose that's on the back of this card. I no, don't know. That's a red that. rose. It's a red rose. No, I don't. Oh yeah, yeah. That's a red rose. Yeah. This is a, a, blue a blue or a blue velvet. Sure. I don't. Know. I'm not sharing. Ooh, yeah. You're gonna have to wait a few more months. Oh and- man. <laughs> But this is this is uh, significant to uh, Firewalk with me movie. Oh, okay, so. all right. Yeah, David, David Bowie wear something like this. Maybe you'll have to wait and see the movie. Oh, man, <laughs> I'm so excited to see David Bowie in that movie. So those are the patches, and before yeah. we get to the pins, so you you have a lot of other patches and pins like from I yeah, think you definitely. Have like, uh, um, Buffy, and I'm trying yeah. to yeah uh, some of the. Do you want to uh, talk a little bit about your other items besides Twin Peaks? Um, yeah, sure. I have like uh, yeah Buffy like. Um, cheerleader patches for like uh, cosplay costumes and so mm. uh, and like a lot of Wes Anderson patches for like Ooh. most of his movies that's perfect um, yeah I love his movies and then like a X-File patch nice um, I love Kevin Smith so I, I have two pins like inspired by Clerks and uh, Mallrats awesome um, nice. yeah 
and kittens. I have a lot of kitten patches. Kittens are very popular. <laughs> yeah, kittens are cool. <laughs> so we have pins here. So the, the first one I'm looking at, it looks almost like a matchbook. Uh, yeah, I thought it was matches. Matches, but it, but it has uh, a sheriff station on it, like the doorway. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sheriff's yes. inspired Emlyn pin, Jenny's prints. Yeah. Oh, and then we're going to open that. this up. Brian's Brian's enjoying it, but it, yeah. So yes. we open it, yes. and it looks like a picnic uh, a picnic blanket. That is cool. With uh with donuts laid down there, and the pin is just like that patch with it's the sheriff department yep. uh, Twin Peaks pin. And Very you got cool. the owl symbol. Oh yeah. Well, it looks like it's an owl uh, owl cookie. So this is all illustration. This is all, yeah yeah. Very That's nice. such a great idea. I like the detail <laughs> that you put into this. Yeah, but you know, packages um, package makes perfect, right? It does. Yeah, they say, you know, you're not supposed to ju judge a book by its cover, but everybody does. Yep. Everybody does. Yeah. yeah. Nice <laughs> you job. You have to have like some. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Very cool. <laughs> I'm gonna have to wear this. We're gonna be going to the Southerner. The yeah, great, the, the yeah, great, yeah, great, yeah, Southerner. great Southerner. So awesome. Yeah. So we'll have to wear yeah. all this stuff. I have yeah. to figure out how to patch <laughs> patch it to a shirt and stuff. I'm too. gonna go so buy cool. a jean jacket there you go. just so I get all these patches on the jeans. Definitely, jean. or like a flannel one. You should. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> underneath. And then there's this other one that is more rectangle matches. Oh, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But it says the Owl Cave Emlyn Pin Pack in yeah, Jenny's Cave. Yeah. And we've got, what I love is the red curtains and then it's opened red curtains and we've got the Twin Peaks mountains. Yes. Very nicely. Yeah. That's nice. Like and then that. you open it and there's the map. There's yeah. the map. The, yeah. the cave. Yeah, the <laughs> owl Cave map. Yep. Wow. No, you and know, so, I get so, to see this close up Brian and I like well, analyzing <laughs> For, for our viewers, he, we are, they have no idea what you're looking at. I know, I know, I know. So what, I'm in so awe. For, for the pins, we have owl symbol, uh, symbol and it, it's circular yeah. and um, black, and it, that's that's my favorite one. Yeah, I, yeah, I just, yeah. Love that mine one. Too. And then we've got uh, the next pin is the tree. Uh, it's it's the bookhouse uh, tree again, bookhouse yeah. boys tree with a sword in the middle, and then we've got the blue rose. Very nice. In the map. I'm so happy you put the map in there because now I can look at it at my my leisure, you know, because on TV, I had to pause it <laughs> to look at it. And I yeah. do believe the giant, I mean, what do you think? She can't tell you what she thinks because she's seen the whole show. I know, I know, I know. But here, I, I'm going to tell you my theory. Um, yeah. the, the tall guy is mm -hmm. the giant, I think. And the short guy represents um, the little man in a different place right mm -hmm. and then you have the falls you ha you actually can see the falls i didn't realize that that yeah. is the twin peaks falls and mm -hmm. you have the two twin peaks and the the fire symbol i don't know that fire symbol could be where laura palmer died i don't know fire walk yes. me was brought up in the first episode so i kind of feel like that could be it oh yes so i kind of like it's all it's cool to look at the map and i'm very close to the end of the show and when i finish the show i'll look at the map even more because mm. Everything kind of represents something. Yeah. Which is quite, really cool. Definitely. I like it. You did a very nice job. Yeah, I love the packaging of this. And I love the pins. I Definitely the owl symbol pin is, yes. is my favorite. I just love yeah. it. Very nice. Wow. So are you excited about the new series coming? I mean, we're, we're 2017. Season three. Um, yes. Like, yes and no. Um, um, yes, because it's David Lynch. Yeah. I love David Lynch. But, um, yeah, you know, you never know how it's going to turn out. I, like I hope um, that it's either going to be super like uh, related, like a continuous thing of the other seasons, or like something really weird. Totally. Like, yeah. 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 Right. I'm excited that it's all Lynch. I mean, because yeah. yeah. when we think about, he's he's only done six episodes for the original series, so to yeah. have him being involved with the whole thing that that's exciting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It can go either way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're not gonna have like a season two where it gets really choppy. In the middle no. of season two, I know. Uh, <laughs> what <right>. is that? <laughs> yeah. So Jenny, are you are you always working on new ideas? Like like, what's your newest items that you have right now? Um, yeah, my newest items are like uh, Rococo inspired, uh, like Rococo paintings, like Marie Antoinette and like those sorts of paintings. Like, ah. um Yeah, uh, that I just made. Uh, so I yeah. That's my that's awesome. latest thing. I don't wow. even know cool. much about that. Yeah, stuff. I don't know. I, I, no, explain that to us. Because funny, the things I've seen you do are more pop culture TV shows. So this yeah. is something a little a little different. That's awesome. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, no, yeah, I'm just made this because uh, uh, Gilmore Girls is coming back. So I made this Chilton patch a couple of months back and just got it in stock. 
Oh, wow. Um, yeah. I might have to get so. it for my wife. My wife enjoys uh, Gilmore oh, Girls. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't? Yeah, right? <laughs> I made it for my mom. She loves Gilmore Girls. That's so awesome. I, yeah. <laughs> Very cool. I love it. I just love these patches. I mean, you've done such great yes. work with uh, with the, the pins and the patches. I know. It's part. awesome. And Thank you. I definitely... I'll, we'll have to, I'm gonna have to pick one to wear to the southern. You're not gonna wear all Ooh. of them. I don't know. It might look ridiculous. <laughs> no, I agree. I, I, <laughs> I think I'm definitely gonna be wearing the the owl pin. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, yeah. That definitely the, the best. We'll represent you. Um, oh, thank during you. the event. <laughs> I'll maybe wear one every day, a different one every day. Yeah, yeah. 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 And so for definitely. the pin, for the pins, do, like the the whole owl, the owl cave and. Uh, pin pack that comes yeah. as a package. You don't buy them separately, right? Do you, uh, buy- you can you, you can buy them separately. We can buy all four now for like I think thirty dollars or something. So you get like one one for free. Nice. Or something. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Jenny, thank you for being on the show. It's yeah, thank you. Jenny Prince, and and how can people reach out to you and and buy these wonderful products? Yeah, you can find me at uh, jennysprints.etsy.com or at uh, jennysprints on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Awesome. Thank you, Jenny. Yeah, thank you. Now, Jenny has given us a, a promo code for 25% off, exclusive to our listeners. It's Unwrapped25. Oh, nice. Yeah, you can do that. You can do Unwrapped25 and get 25% off. And I think if you order now, you can probably get your stuff before the, the festival. Yeah, if you're going to the festival and you want a pin or a patch. The patch, I'm going to uh, get those patches put on my uh, some shirts before I go. Cool. So I got to wear them. You got it. So this deal is available through July. And so I, I thank you to both of our guests, Kirk and Jenny. And it was awesome. We got to talk to Jenny all the way from Sweden. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Which was like midnight her time when we talked to her. Yeah, it's uh, that's so cool that she was available to talk. And Yeah. So uh, we're getting closer and closer to me seeing the last episode of Twin Peaks, Ben. I think people can't wait. <laughs> people want to know, what are you going to think of this episode? I don't know. But next week... We're going to have a special guest on... Yeah, Francine. This is the first time we've ever done this. We're still uh, going over the shows. We're doing episode 28. Yes. And uh, way back, I think in December, when we had Francine from The Pink Room on... She said that she would love to come on if when we got to the Miss Twin Peaks episode. She'll be talking with us as we're going over the episode. So it's something different. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. So please tune in next Wednesday for that very special episode. And please uh, write us, leave us comments on Twitter, Twin Peaks Unwrapped, uh, Facebook, Twin Peaks Unwrapped. We're getting a lot of feedback. Thank you uh, for all the feedback. And iTunes, please give us a five star in a review, just like our buddy Glenn Shepard did. He sent us an awesome review in... The, the headline was A Perfect Way to Prepare for Season 3, which was very nice of him very to cool. say. Thank you. And he wrote a really nice review I'm not gonna read. I'm not gonna read it on here. Just go in, on there and read his and say I can make mine better than Glenn's, <laughs> and I will write you a review. So, please follow Glenn's footsteps and give us a nice five star review on the iTunes. And not only because it would be cool for us, but I think it would help get the show out there more. Mm. For more, the more times you rate something on iTunes. It brings us up closer for people can find us. Yeah. And I think as season three approaches, our show and other Twin Peaks podcasts will be a great way for new people to get into the show and maybe help them. Um, if they don't have anybody to talk about it, you can hear other people talk about it and get prepared for season three. Right. You know? Yeah. So. I mean, it means so much to us. You know, we, we yeah. just do this uh, for our just for own. Fun, yeah. For fun. We don't get paid or anything like that. But it means a lot when we see that the community is enjoying the show. It Definitely. Ma- it, makes, it makes it me more excited to come in next week and yes. do the show when I know that people are enjoying it. Yeah. So thank you so much. Yeah. So we're on. Uh, we're out every Wednesday. We have a new show, and you can uh, check us out on TwinPeaksUnwrapped.com. We're gonna leave you with Silencio Dirge. You can find their albums on Amazon, iTunes, and Spotify. Check them out, and we'll see you guys next week.
yourself and your perceptions will be accurate.